It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. Anytime there's an article by Mike Cohn, I get excited because I love reading his articles. And this article was no exception. So in this article, he uh, talks about what is a high-performing Agile team. And I love that he comes right out of the gate and talks about his experiences and what he's encountered and what high-performing means and what it looks like to him. Because I think so many different organizations interpret high-performance differently. So he opens with the question, what does a high-performing Agile team look like? To discover what makes a good team become great, let's break down my definition of a high-performing Scrum team. A high-performing team sustainably exceeds expectations in achieving clear goals. I don't know that I could have thought of a better definition myself or if any Agile enthusiast could have. That is just a proper, pure excellence in definition there. And he goes on to describe some of the attributes. So here are some of the attributes. Attribute number one, exceeds expectations. So to be considered high-performing, a team must do better than expected. That makes sense. If you take the top superstars in your company and put them on a team and they perform just a little better than the average team in your company, that's not a high-performing team, right? So suppose you made a movie. I love this example. He says, you release to theaters and sell $100 million in tickets. On the surface of it, you've made a successful movie. In 2019, the last full year of theatrical movie releases before COVID, only 29 of over 200 movies earned more than $100 million. Your movie is proudly among them. The only problem is that your movie stars Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, Will Smith, Angelina Jolie, Gal Gadot, uh, Melissa McCarthy, and Viola Davis. Your budget just on stars was well over your $100 million. <laughs> To be considered high-performing, your movie must meet higher expectations. If it's got all those people on it, it better be good. All right. Achieving clear goals. A high-performing team will seek clarity in its goals. Team members will embrace the fact that a goal will evolve. Goals aren't just going to stay stagnant, right? But even as the goal evolves, members of a high-performing team will at all times be moving together towards the same goal. That makes perfect sense. Sustainability. Anyone can get lucky occasionally. Uh, one time I hit three green lights in a row. <laughs> Any team might exceed expectations occasionally, but a high-performing team does it again and again and again without burnout. Without burnout, it's the important part of that sentence. As stated in the Agile Manifesto, teams should be able to maintain a constant pace indefinitely. High-performing teams sustainably exceed expectations. So, I know what your question is. How does a team come become high-performing? How does a scrum team do this? Well, to help understand what makes a good team great, let's examine some common characteristics of high-performing teams. So here's the list from Mike Cohn of what it means to be high-performing. Here we go. We engage in participative leadership, use minimal process, collaborate well, respect each other and their differences, trust one another, work with urgency and focus, manage conflict in a healthy manner, develop and share a high sense of morale, and agree that they succeed or fall or fail together as a team. So if you look at each one of these, participative, participative leadership, one of my favorite words, high-performing Agile teams rarely have autocratic leaders who make decisions without input from the team. Instead, most high-performing teams engage in a participative leadership team members collaborate to make decisions with the leaders. Good, perfect. 
Within an agile team structure, participative leadership can span a spectrum from developers fully empowered to make decisions to sort to the sort uh, to the sort of team that provides recommendations to a leader, such as a scrum master or product owner who ultimately makes decisions. At minimum, team members are encouraged to contribute to the decision-making framework. I like it. Next is minimal process. No matter how novel a team's product or project may be, some elements of, of its development occur repeatedly. Uh, High-performing teams develop just enough process to streamline and facilitate those elements of work. Couldn't agree more. Their teamwork process can be viewed like lines on a highway. The lines are there to help vehicles travel more quickly. The process helps agile teams work more quickly. When more process than necessary has been added, members of the high-performing team remove the unneeded elements. They eliminate waste. Collaborate well. In general, teams exist to do something that couldn't be done by a single person alone or something that's done faster when done by a team. Communication and overhead and mistakes will always uh, exist on a project with more than one person. That's why the Scrum framework and other agile ways of working recommend small cross-functional teams with complementary skill sets. The best teams communicate well and often. Scrum makes frequent communication easy with daily Scrum meetings. Members of high-performing teams are also adept at using the right medium for their communication. Sometimes it's email, sometimes it's Slack, sometimes it's a call or meeting face-to-face, either in person or on Zoom through video, right? They know exactly how and when to apply which techniques. They have respect for each other and their differences. For optimal performance, a a team moves really quickly. Some teams will use the need for speed to justify what can only be called a lack of respect. For example, rather than mindfully inviting dissenting views, such a team may rush to a decision after hearing only a couple of opinions. This is disrespectful to those whose opinions uh, were dissented and were not even heard, right? By contrast, members of a high-performing team respect one another and value their differences. Uh, in fact, members of these teams will often uh, will have often fierce but always respectful debates before choosing among all the uh, all the options, right? So. The next item is trust. Members of a high-performing team know and trust one another. This may just be like a simple, this may just seem like a simple nice to have, but for something, for, for shortening time to value, it's absolutely critical that they do this. To see why, suppose you and I are on a team together. Your work cannot begin until my work is well underway. Perhaps I'm designing something that you'll wind up coding. On a high-performing team, you trust that I'm going to deliver my partial implementation on a day promise, and that's as far along as we'd have agreed upon. Without trust, you'd spend time checking up on me constantly, making sure I got things done. Perhaps it's just an email, but even that is something, and I would have to stop and respond to those requests. This slows both of us down, increasing our time to value of the product or feature that we're trying to deliver. These teams work with urgency and focus. High-performing teams rise to meet challenges. Without a challenge, the team's unlikely to ever achieve high performance. That makes perfect sense. They can manage conflict. Great teams manage conflict. That does not mean they avoid conflict. Uh, Some conflict is necessary, and arguing about a solution is the only way to ensure that the best solution is used. Once again, makes perfect sense. High-performing teams will form guidelines, whether formal or informal, to prevent conflicts from escalating or persisting. It's fine to disagree and argue, but on a high-performing team, the conflict and disagreement needs to be forgotten once a clear direction has been selected and we move forward. 
a high sense of morale. High performing teams are characterized by their sense of morale. There's a feeling of invincibility that no challenge is too great. High performing teams also know their limits and do know uh, and do know to speak up when something can't be done. Right. So if something can't be done, the high performing team, we're expecting them to say no. The confidence of a high performing team is contagious. Other development teams will see it and want it for themselves. And people have experienced a high performing team working towards a common goal will seek to experience it again and again on future teams they join. So they succeed as a team. It is impossible to become a high performing team without team members feeling they succeed or fail together. They're all successful or they've all failed. No one on a high-performing team would ever say, we failed, but you know what? I succeeded. This means that to the extent possible, members of a high-performing team help one another out. If I'm behind on something, you help me. If you're behind, I'll do the best I can to help you. This goes beyond the work of the sprinter iteration. It extends even into practices such as planning. If I'm about to overcommit myself in a coming sprint, a a colleague on a high-performing team would step in and stop me or at least warn me, hey, dude, you're about to commit to something you can't do, right? And the reason this all matters, I mean, high performance is incredibly important, but the reason it all matters is organizations always strive to do more with less. So there'll always be this organizational desire to have and maintain high performing teams. Um, You know, I value these people for a different reason. They're simply more fun to be part of, right? When you're part of a high performing team, it's exciting. So think about working as part of a team every day that has all the qualities I just described above. You're exceeding expectations time and time again while working towards a shared, clear goal. You and all your teammates participate in making decisions. You have some process in place, but just enough to keep you moving quickly. You collaborate well. You trust and respect each other. So conflict becomes a creative rather than a destructive influence. You believe in what you're making, which lends urgency uh, to focus and high morale. And with your teammates each helping one another, you know they'll succeed as a team. And you know what? That's what fun sounds like. That's what this is all about. And that's what business agility is about. And I can't thank Mike enough. Mike, you're awesome sauce. This article is off the hook. I am going to put a link to it in the description so you can go read it yourself. But once again, powerful article by Mike Cohn. And I'm so glad that I took the opportunity to read it with you and to explore and see where we could take it. So that's going to do it for this episode. Until next time, I encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Do take care.